Welcome to episode 3 of Slowly by Slowly, Bit by Bit. We are Irene from Denmark. Alena from Australia. Devi the Indonesian. Orang Indonesia, welcome. Yeah, and today we are going to talk about Corona and COVID-19. Yeah, and it's how scary. it's how it's um, how we're doing it here in Indonesia because the international news are not really focusing from our point of view; they're more focusing from their own monetary point of view. Elena, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think uh, I mean it's the media outlets across the world at the moment; they're doing a really good job of fear mongering throughout the whole thing, but. I think in particular, from my perspective, a lot of Australian friends of mine are, are making concerned phone calls and comments and text mm. messages. <laughs> How are you? Are you okay? You know, I get these random friends that I haven't heard from in a really long time, checking in sort of thing. And as soon as I read it, I know oh, there must have been something in the news in Australia today about Indonesia. So I guess like it's really hard for me to then say to them, no, we're, we're, we're doing okay. Like, actually, we're probably living a much easier life than you right now, especially my Melbourne friends who are in complete mm. lockdown still, um, slowly starting to ease out of that now, but it's um, not very much fun for them. Um, but yes, the media in Australia have definitely done a good job of telling Australians that Indonesia is... Fucked. Not in a good... Yes, fucked. Um, <laughs> Jakarta, yeah, sure. Let's call it fucked. Cause yeah, <laughs> agree. It's, uh, it's, it's getting pretty scary in Jakarta, mm. but we're not there, so we're kind of lucky in that sense. Um, yeah. But what are, you, what are your thoughts? Well, I'm, I'm not really feeling the whole uh, situation here in Indonesia. I mean, we can still go to work. We can still go True. to the mall. We can still go shopping. There are a few restrictions, as in wash your hands and they check your temperature before you go in. And there's a lot more hand sanitizer around, but that's it. And mask wearing. Yeah, mask well, wearing. But then again, are people really wearing their masks? Well, you know, depends on what you define as wearing. It's interesting. Today I went to the traditional market and then I met someone on the street who wearing masks, but it's you know, like inside out. That's not okay. going to work. Yeah. Okay. Especially not if they already have already used it the yes. other way around. Okay. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> Since day two, it's like it's like a dirty pair of underwear. You just turn them inside <laughs> out. Ew. Also, we should mention that last time we were not wearing masks. This time we are also not wearing masks, but we are keeping one point five meters yeah. between us. I don't want cooties from these two. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie probably doesn't know what cooties are. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> smiling. I wasn't yeah. trying to like, yeah, I you're understand that, but no, I don't. Yeah, cooties is the... what you call when you're a little kid and the girl or the boy touch each other and then they say, oh, you've got cooties. It's like oh. boy germs, girl germs. Oh, okay. It's a made up, a made up disease. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, like Masogangen. <laughs> well, it is more, far worse than Corona and COVID, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. Should we call it Corona or should we call it COVID? Well, I mean, let's call it COVID. It's only yeah. a, a okay. baby of Corona. True. Corona's baby. Corona had a baby. <laughs> Called it yeah. COVID-19. For, for me, myself, I don't really see the beginning beside of the work that I have to be done is twice or triple because I, I don't feel like any different in in my life, life I think. Yeah. Because I mean, your, yeah. your work was crazy when yeah. it all kind of <laughs> unfolded in the beginning. Yeah, that is true. Um and I think Cherbon is much more better than Jakarta. 
in Jakarta now they are start like arguing while they did the they need to like keep the restaurant open mm. or not because of the business and also the health issue. They're getting a lot of uh, kickback now from the business owners that yeah, are starting that to really true. feel the pressure. They've, they yeah. may have lasted financially through the first PSBB, but they haven't, they're not necessarily going to last the second round. Mm. Yeah, because they have to still pay for the expenses like, uh, like rent. the rent, staff, yeah. salaries, yeah. taxes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But we can also see that here in Chirabon when you go driving around, you can mm. see a lot of the small shops have closed. Uh, or um, they, they have limit stock. I mean, mm. I went to Bebek Kuali and they didn't have any Bebek, which is duck. And I think too, you know, a huge portion of the population are hand to mouth. To not be able to go out and work and hustle for your dollar means that you're not feeding your family, which is massive. And then you've got a government who cannot support the population number financially. Mm. So Yeah, Indonesia has 270 million that we know of. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty big. Yeah, it's it's third third most populous country in the world, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, any viewer. I but have I no I feel idea, like but we're we can third Google most it. populous here. Yeah. So that's that's monstrous. And then we're also, I think, sixty percent under the poverty line. So mm. yeah. that gives you a good indication of how that's a really massive challenge for a government to manage a pandemic. How do you do that? How do you tell families that you can't go outside and work? When their biggest issue is not a virus, yeah, their biggest issue is not starving to death. I I heard someone say that if I don't go out just because of the virus, my family will be die starving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the reality. Yeah. It was so beautiful to see the Cherubon community come together and supply just mountains of food for the poor people in every single little section of the community. Businesses driving around in the afternoon handing out free food, businesses handing out bags of rice and oil and flour and, you know, just the staples for families to be able to survive and yeah. driving around handing them to the Betchuk, which are little bicycle men, um, bare bicycle taxis, thank you. Mm -hmm. That's where government fails here because of the financial inability the community pick up the slack. And that was a beautiful thing I saw in Indonesia that I think is really lost in other parts of the world now. Yeah, very true. Um, I'm also thinking, considering the, the, the housing here in Indonesia, it's um, if one family member gets uh, COVID, they're going to have an issue mm. um, because they cannot quarantine. There's no room. But they, they A lot of people sleep uh, a whole family in one room and in when one we say bed. Sorry, but when we say whole family, we're talking grandparents down to grandbabies, great-grandbabies yeah. in some siblings. cases, siblings, cousins. With their wives and yep. husbands and they, they can be quite a lot of people in one room or in one house and usually houses are like, what, two bedrooms or two rooms, mm. a, a living room and a bedroom mm. and that's it. So one person get covid what are you to do? Yeah. yeah, and it's not like they can afford to say, oh, I'll just go and stay in a hotel for... A couple of weeks and isolate myself it's not a possibility no it is not i mean i know that they have have done these um at least i've heard some 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 places where you can go and and go in isolation on the government's money but it doesn't really look like it's it's that attractive 
Like, and also, like, the room is not available anymore. In Jakarta, like, they're running out ICU room. And also, it's mm. not about the room. The medical stuff. Yeah, they're also running out not of enough. Yeah. yeah. Even though we can't provide, like, a lot of room for the isolation, but we not have enough. You don't have doctors yeah. and nurses to support the quantities exactly. coming through. Exactly. Yeah. But also... Um, there, there was concern about um, a lot of doctors and nurses having perished in in this pandemic in mm-hmm. Indonesia, mm. and the thinking here is: do they not have the PPE, the personal protection equipment, or do they not know how to wear it? It's not being there's no training, yeah. limited training supplied around that, the use of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, or is it like in in a lot of hospitals where they have limited access to the PPE so they have to decide okay who is most at risk of being subjected to this so they are the ones that we concentrate on yeah I think people also need to be honest about uh, what they've been what they were doing Mm -hmm. and if their relative got COVID and they have to be responsible to save people around them because I found that some people they just don't tell the truth. The stigma. Yeah, because of the stigma and everything. Mm. So they keep it to themselves and they still do what they do every day. And that's how the thing spread yeah. very widely. Yeah, true. I read a really interesting article about mm. about the stigma in Indonesia mm. um, just the other day, actually. And it talks all about there has been a lot of lying and cover up because it doesn't want to be seen of having COVID in their community mm. because of the stigma around it. And um, there's stories coming out in villages where, you know, the other villages are barricading families off from the community and not helping them and not supporting them in their oh. needs because they don't understand the virus. There's very little education yeah. there. Um, and it's a major a major problem and people you know with that you have people covering up symptoms of how they're feeling instead of just saying I don't feel very well today I think I should stay home yeah. they're pretending like they're well because they because think they it's don't. just masuk angin yeah <laughs> and they're just popping down to have their brass yeah. coining done and if you don't know what we're talking about listen to episode one <laughs> or is it episode yeah, but, two <laughs> but then the question here is is why is there a stigma about this? It's not like it's anyone's fault if they get because it. Because it's contagious. Yeah. You know, like they 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 see you as a virus carrier that make people uh, sick, you know. But everyone could be a virus carrier. I know. Yeah, asymptomatically. I think, um, you know, again, maybe this comes back to the media as well yeah, of overload of information that instead of it being helpful, people are now really fearful. Mm. And don't want to be seen as anyone who's, you know, oh, I don't want to have COVID and then I'm the person who's responsible for everybody yeah. else getting sick, which is not, you know, there's really no finger pointing here. They're just at risk. They were just at risk as anybody else, you know. Yeah. But it's, I don't know. I, I don't remember know like the f- the first case of Indonesian, the COVID-19 first case, media were like, they're definitely too much. Even the reporter, they're wearing very big masks. Yeah, I feel I feel so bad. Like, why are you like framing them like that? They they were like doing it voluntarily. Like, I think I I have the symptom of COVID. I think something like that. So they they asked to be tested. Yeah, if they didn't. They were. Yeah. They had been in contact with the the man who had come from outside. Was mm. he was he Chinese or Japanese? I, th- I feel Japanese. like he was Japanese. Yeah, um, and. 
they were the dance teachers mm. at the studio that he decided to go and do a dance class at. Wow. Yeah. 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 And it was her but and her mother. But also the story is not like that. Like the story that came out is so bad. Well, yeah. yeah, they painted them really, really. They were hiding it and they had to be found. And No, not at all. Yeah. Complete untruth. Yeah. And that's the media. Yeah. Which has been, they I think, police, the biggest driver of fear. They put police line on their house to be like, what? It's yeah. not a crime scene. Yeah. I think that was too much. Well, well yeah, it's a, it was an overreaction to yeah. something that no one understood yet. That is true. Exactly. Which, uh, by definition, then it's not an overreaction because you don't understand well, it. Well, that's true. Yeah. yeah. But In hindsight, you can say it's an overreaction, right? Yeah. yeah. But also now they're saying that it's uh less likely to to that you can catch it by driving in a car with someone they say if you just open the doors and windows for like six to ten minutes after you've had someone in the car your car should be fine yeah ventilation yeah, yeah and, and yeah. surface cleaning surface sorry that iphone on internet thank you internet so <laughs> there's a one girl mm. that drove and she didn't wear a mask so she gets stopped and get fined Where is this? What country? Uh, here in Indonesia. Okay. So, so sipping us to go to in a, a one. I don't know. They set up uh, like tents where everybody get fine go there, and then she was like, "I was alone in my car, mm. not wearing mask, and now you want me to go there in the crowd <laughs> because I didn't wearing mask. It was just so funny. Like, how did it?" Sort of defeats the purpose of what they're yeah. trying to achieve. Yeah, yeah, which is very, very silly. I saw um, a very funny um, post on on Facebook that said, "Wearing a mask alone in your car is like putting on a condom when you're alone in your bedroom." <laughs> Helps contain the mess, at least. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh, it was from you. Did you post it? Because I read that too. I I, 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 I shared guys, it. What's your algorithm on your <laughs> accounts, ladies? That's what that's what I'd be more concerned with right I now. I think I got it from Linda. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think we we are more aware of it, like you said before, Irene. That you know your everyday life how really hasn't been affected, and mm. you're going about your normal things. Now, for me, it's probably slightly different because we own a school. Mm-hmm. And really, schools are now the only thing left still closed. But only In some schools, I will point out. Well, yes, some of the religious schools really? have been allowed yes. to to stop. Oh, I Whether I don't know if they've been allowed or if, if they're just doing it. If they're just doing it, maybe it's a numbers thing, like less than a certain number. But as far as we've been told from the education department, we are not allowed to open. So we still have no word about when the school will be opening. So for us, it's it's still something that's really kind of in our daily life because we're we're trying to navigate the running of a school during COVID and online learning and trying to facilitate and help our parents as much as we can and our students as much as we can. But it's frustrating because, you know, it's like, well, you've got the malls open, you've got cinemas open, you've got swimming pools open. Restaurants. You've got restaurants open. Like, what do you think the kids are doing? The kids, that just because true. they're not hanging out together at school doesn't mean that they're not hanging out. No, mm. they go to each other's houses having sleepovers and yeah. whatever else and playing. Yeah. So time of their lives. It's it's I don't know, if anything really all that's happening is you're putting putting their education at risk. However, there has been many a school now that has tried to open mm. and within a week or two they've had a case and they've been shut down. So I get it, like it's it's such a tricky 
like balancing act to find what to do. And look, at the moment, we're very lucky because we're a National Plus school, middle class usually. So, you know, our families have the access to internet, have the access to computers and things like that to um, to facilitate online learning. Um, but you're talking about public school system here. You've got families that... <laughs> that don't even have a phone. They don't even have a phone. And yeah. if they had a phone, they don't have... It was a big issue. It's a huge it was, issue. Yeah. It was a yeah. really... The people living below the poverty line are the ones who are getting the most affected by the decisions being made. Which means that there's going to be an even even bigger divide and yes. they're going to have a bigger trouble climbing climb back. that yep. yeah. line of poverty. My yeah. Which is an excellent way of controlling the public. By well, way. yes, oh, it yeah. is. It really is. But yeah, my neighbor came to me when I back from work and then he asked like, if I have Wi-Fi in my home. I said like... Yes. <laughs> he said, like, can I get the password? Because of his kid is doing online school mm-hmm. and he's not always around in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sometimes, because it's using his phone. He does a hotspot yeah, or something yeah. like that on his phone, I yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it's just for you. Don't share it to anyone else because, you know, I need the... You also need too. your daughter. And yeah. yeah, I told I told him that my internet is not unlimited, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's make me feel make me feel like oh I'm a very kind person, right? But actually, it's unlimited. it's totally unlimited. <laughs> yeah, mm. I knew it would be. I know you too yeah. well, as if you wouldn't. Yeah, but that's 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 in the city, and you know, can you imagine like the kids and the family who live very in the far villages. from the city? Yeah, the villages. Yeah. yeah, that probably don't have phone, don't have internet connection. Don't have TV. Yeah. Well, um, my husband's uh, third child is living in Sukabumi, uh, where he's oh. learning the Quran. A lot of the the students in his school are very poor, so they're they're yeah. going together with with uh, phones and and working together mm. on that one phone. Mm. Um, and we've been talking about collecting as many of the old phones we have yeah. because I have what two in my drawer that I'm not using. Yeah. And it's not like they're broken; they just don't live up to what I need mm. so we were talking about maybe we should collect what we could and and and, and give it, to, it them. to them yeah but to the ones we know really have a problem and not the ones where where they would just sell it yeah yeah that's the other issue isn't it yeah, yeah. it's just so complicated <laughs> you, you think you're doing something really great and then it's oh I can get money for this and yeah. that buys me a b and c instead of yeah mm. yeah because Secrets. because but they still can like Borrowing her, his or her friend's phone. Mm. True. So mm. they sell it. Yeah. yeah. Their own. So it's such a it's such a contrast to for Irene and I in the countries that we've grown up in, and we're seeing how governments have handled things there, and there really isn't there really isn't a simple way out of it for this country. It's mm. it's kind of grit your teeth and bear it, and hope that the hospital system can see cope. see it through and cope exactly which unfortunately Jakarta sounds like it's on the brink as of right now so going back into restrictions sorry PSBB so mm. for our listeners is is really just the Indonesian version of lockdown going back into really lockdown, lockdown for them because they do the PSBB with term and condition yeah <laughs> so, so it's, it's like, like a, did, a not a full just, stage yeah. yeah why don't you just like full lockdown for two weeks yeah Instead of making excuses for, okay, this one can open, this one not. Mm. And then so people start fighting over it, like mm. arguing about it. 
why they allow shopping mall to open, but then the restaurant just to dine in, it start like make huge argumentation, and then uh, another problem come up. Another problem come up. Why yeah. not just lockdown? Yeah, full lockdown for two weeks. Oh, well, see, and what's the other issue? We're going to announce that there'll be, we're going to reinstate the PSBB, and we're going to reinstate it in four days from now. So what happens? People Mass go exodus from mm. Jakarta. Yeah. How many how many Jakarta number plates are on the road in Terabon right now? Anyone noticed the yes. influx like I have? Oh yeah, yeah, and also the amount of bicycles from people who are now on holiday mm-hmm. indefinitely. Mm. Mm-hmm. But also, it's interesting that the, uh, now in Terabon there's only one area that's not a red zone. Where? I can't remember, but Iwan was telling me he read the news this morning, and he was saying there's only one area left that's yellow. I don't believe that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's and that, uh, look, that's that's probably a good point, Debbie. Is something we haven't talked about is. <laughs> oh yeah. How yeah. do we? But I mean, <laughs> if, if there is do no, we when, you, when you said when you when the you numbers. said no no yeah no red sun, I was thought like no one have COVID. Right. But they no. still they still have people with COVID, but not. As high. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, my brain doesn't work. <laughs> no, no. No, but also it's it's a very valid point because do we believe what we are told? Mm. Well, no. we believe that we believe the numbers we're being told yeah. in the sense that we know that those are confirmed numbers. Yeah. But what we don't believe is that it's that low. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's because that low, yeah. there's no there's the testing is not available. True. The testing. So the I've, this is a big question I get. You might get it from your friends back home as well. Is what's the testing ability uh, availability? So you can go to any chemist and get uh, or any hospital for the equivalent of Australian fifteen dollars. You can get a rapid test, which everybody knows the accuracy level of the rapid test is not real great. So you can go and get that done. Depending on your results, they'll then either say you should you should go and get a swab test. Now, the swab test, which is what everyone should be getting from the beginning, is two hundred Australian. Is that right, or have they brought yes, that down? Three millions. Okay, so it's gone to three now. Yeah. yeah. So three million. Uh, three million. So tiga, tiga juta, which is three hundred Australian dollars, for a swab test. Minimum salary in Cherubon. Two point three. Two point three. So $230 a month. So you're asking someone who earns $230 a month to go and get a swab test done that's going to cost them between $200 and $300 (laughs) to be tested for COVID and you're not going to get the money back. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? No one's going to get tested. No one's going to get tested. So how do you expect to get true numbers when you don't have the availability? Uh, they were boasting in Cherubon the other day that they have done 22,000 swabs in Cherubon. That's the number that they've said that they have tested 22,000 people. I'm not going to say anything. Swab testing. Just see my face. It was <laughs> a media outlet that I read it from. I won't name the media outlet. Um, so I don't know where they've sourced that number from, but uh, they've, they've said that that's what they're doing. I saw that um, they 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 did a test, um, a rapid test, of course, mm-hmm. um, in in a, a bazaar area on the news where they had um, they took a road and then they put police on either end of it and then inside in the middle, people could no longer get out and they just lined them up for doing the rapid test. Uh, and I'm thinking, did they remember to bring needles enough for <laughs> every single one of those, or are they spreading HIV now that they're at it anyway? Yeah, well, you you were talking about that the other day, how there's been a spike in HIV cases. Oh, yep, there has. Yeah. 
And everyone here is talking about, oh, well, that's because of sexual depravity. And I'm like, oh, come on, seriously, guys, you can get it from a manicure, you can get it from a pedicure, you can get it from going to the barber when they cut your hair and they use the blade and they, oh, it's very nice and smooth, mm. so that we, let's make some blood, shall we? You can get it from so many things. You can get it from needles. You can get it from going to the hospital when they don't change the needle. When they're trying to budget save. Yep. Mm. You can get it from so much more than sex. Mm. But sex is bad, Irene. Apparently. Well, you wouldn't know. Yes, because you're not married. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's what, that's what, like, I think people being thought, like, if you're not married, you're having sex, it's bad, you're, you, it's a big scene. It's a scene. Yeah. yeah. So they use it also to, like, uh, framing the, how you can get AIDS from right. it's sex, sex, right. sex, 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 and then well, then it's also you know as as it has been in the past, it's homosexual sex as well. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, just yeah. That's and then the phobia that comes. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And they also strategically forgetting the blood runs that they do, uh, where mm -hmm. they don't bring enough needles, and mm -hmm. they line up 200 people and they check their 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 blood sugar. Uh, or the blood level with in the their finger with a little with pen the with mm. the same needle. Yeah, click, click. They yeah. do not change that needle. Yeah, and that's recipe for disaster, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and yeah. people, they there's so many people dying of lung disease, mm. where if they were to check, how many of those would be dying of mm. AIDS? Mm. Anyway, let's go back to COVID. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, it's it's it is a very tricky, it's a very tricky scene here. Yeah. Um, I quite lucky in Cherubon. I've said it a million and one times to family and friends, to you guys even, that mm. I, I just truly believe that the temperature here is keeping things relatively okay in Cherubon. Mm. It is stankin' hot 34, every single 35. day. Yeah, a minimum 35 every day. Yeah. Full blue sky. Mm -hmm. It's not covered with smog like it is in Jakarta. Like, um, so you're getting the full UV rays and it's blaring down from 8 a.m., until 4 p.m. I, I think that has been a huge contributor to potentially the contamination aspect, the, the spread via contaminant surfaces, which mm. they're now saying is less of a likely yep. way of contracting. But still... It's still possible. It's possible and it's going to help when you've got a large population. Yeah. Do you feel safe? Look, I'm a bit of a germaphobe and I have been for a really long time. <laughs> Generally speaking... Yeah, I feel relatively safe and I think I feel at ease because we're not in contact with any family members or loved ones that are of an age that need to be of concern to us. Mm. Um, if I had my parents around the corner and I was going to the shops and then coming back and going to their house, then I think there would be a different level of anxiety for me. Mm. Um, but I don't have that element here to be concerned about, which is kind of nice to not have to worry about that. We're very healthy in our lifestyle and so I feel like if we were to get COVID we would potentially Pull be through. okay yeah. touch wood you never know I mean I know things have gone haywire for some people but ultimately the ones that have been affected are of, of a certain yeah, category they have bits. like they already have uh, yeah other health disease, issues yeah. yeah or they're really old yeah. um so yeah I mean but we're also um, we're also really diligent in our behaviour. We're not being silly. We still go out for dinner. We went out for dinner last night, but we went early. We were mm. at dinner at 4.30 in the <laughs> afternoon. Um, but, you know, by the time it was 5.30, quarter to 6 and we were leaving, the place was mm. filling up. We're limiting our movements. 
we're washing our hands regularly, we're using alcohol when we're out and about, we're wearing our masks, we're not interacting with people that we think are not taking anything seriously, you know? Yeah. And that's all you can do. Yeah. You can't live in fear. That is true. How about you, Debbie? Do you feel safe? Yeah, I think I feel safe. Um, like I said, my life is not changed that much besides of the amount of work that I had to be done in the past when the COVID started. Yeah, I well informed about the COVID and how you can, uh, how do you say it? The precautions? Yeah, the precaution. And yeah, I have mass in my home, in my car, in in my work. Uh, we, we also, I'm trying to like tell people to like, we are not having lunch together because Indonesia, they love like hanging out and then being in a crowd. Uh, I told them like, please don't do that. If one of you get coffee, then the whole office will, will get coffee. You know, there is a chance the whole office. But I feel safe so far. Mm-hmm. Like Elena said, I'm not really um, meeting with people that I don't really sure if they do the protocol. <laughs> so yeah. I feel safe. How about you? You feel safe because at, you 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 working at the company who have a, a lot of le- level of uh, people who inform and uninform about COVID. Yeah, true. Um, well, just yesterday, well, not yesterday. See, now that's the Indonesian version yeah, of yesterday. <laughs> yeah. um, Friday, um, I was standing at the gate uh, checking when people came mm-hmm. in and I was checking if they got checked for the thermometer and I was checking if they were wearing masks. Mm. And those that were not, I was telling them to put on the mask before they were allowed to come in. Um, I think that helps that they see me standing there telling them put on the mask. But um, we have set up the factory so that we have at least a meetup between everyone working. If they work in teams, they have to wear the mask. Mm. Problem is you cannot tell them to keep the mask on if it's 35 degrees outside and inside in the factory. Some of the ceilings are not insulated, so it's more than 35, it's more than 45. Yeah, Yeah. and they're doing physical labor. Yeah, exactly. But in my office, uh, we have like um, 100 square feet office, um, and I have, what, seven, eight meters to the nearest person? Yeah, so I'm not wearing a mask when I'm sitting at my desk, but if anyone comes, I put on the mask. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because I I don't want to be close to them. If they come closer than, than a meter, then the hand comes out uh, so like no no mm-hmm. distance please um and we do have a hand sanitizer we have soap i check it regularly do we still have soap and everyone is very happy that they can wash their hands mm-hmm. so but yeah i i also see a lot of people um doing the the, the very friendly indonesian arm on shoulder like hanging mm-hmm. out let's go to lunch yeah they're such physical people yes, yes. which is very nice touchy and feeling and and men women a lot it's not just yeah. the women that are physical with each other the men mm. are quite physical with each other in that sense exactly my husband came visiting and and he shook hands with the guys and i'm almost immediately over there with the hand sanitizer mm-hmm. going like um honey yes <laughs> my indonesian husband thinks i'm going a bit crazy i think with that he's he's only slightly, ever so slightly, a bit more relaxed than me, which is not like I said. I've, I'm a bit of a germaphobe, um, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty quick on the here's the hand sanitizer or telling him to put his mask back up. Yeah. Um, sometimes he forgets that he's taken it off or put it down to do something, and someone's coming to the room to talk to him. I'm like, um, mask up, please. But yeah. I think there's a there's a real attitude going around about 
when you're with your friends, I think we talked about this previously too, you can't catch it from from no. your friends because you know each other, right? Exactly. Um, Why would they have it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so that's a, that's a big thing and I think you're seeing it at your workplace. And oh, yes. We certainly see it at our workplace and we've been very, very strict on it in the last, particularly the last couple of weeks to keep drumming into the minds of the staff that uh, when you're in a not shared office space, it has to be on if you're in a secluded place by yourself and you're doing an online zoom class or something mm. and it's just you fine take it off but mm. the moment you're in that group office it has to be on and you have to be wearing it and you can't assume that just because you know the person you can't get it yeah like there was a story who someone worked at the hospital i don't know if i already told this and her husband was positive COVID, but mm. she didn't tell anyone at the hospital that yes yeah, like I said, people not being honest about what happened. Yeah. And then she got uh, symptoms and everything. And yeah, she also got a uh, COVID positive. And she Did she continue to go to work? Yeah. Wow. Until the the until the workplace find out. And then now they have to like, and then later they have to quarantine and then did the swap to everyone in the unit. I mean... That is not nice. <laughs> no, it's not. And um, I mean, and I but that's also an educated person. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This is a weird thing, isn't it? Is it? There's this is hap- this this is not an unfamiliar story now mm-hmm. of educated people making these really self-serving decisions. Little care of the consequence of what that means. That is true. I was also like, I never heard anyone that's stupid yeah it's stupidity at its highest <laughs> level so, yeah, i'll give you that yeah like the highest level yeah. of stupidity yeah it's like worse than bringing your helmet on your arm when you're going on a <laughs> motorbike <laughs> maybe the idea is that is if, as you're falling you can throw the helmet yeah. down and then dive into the helmet as you're going wow. towards the bitumen yeah very stuntman like yeah mm. oh my goodness yes either that or your elbow is going to be really protected wow Okay, well, so we are not feeling in danger as such mm. in Chirabon. We're feeling quite okay. Yeah. Life is going on as normal. Yeah. Normal. Um, as normal as can be. Yeah. yeah. The new normal. Yeah. I think the saddest thing for me is that I can't fly home. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I can't go home too. No, you can't and go I'm home. So and you're, you're so much closer than I am. I'm so So, close. Debbie's from Yogyakarta, yeah. which is uh, an eight hour drive. How have six hours on the train? Five, yeah. I plan to going home uh, this end of the year, but mm-hmm. I don't know with the things going yeah. on probably. Hey, what's your Jakarta looking like? Oh. Case wise. Oh my uh, god, I don't want to get there was something trouble. about <laughs> there was something about two thousand people, two thousand cases. Uh, but I don't know if it was don't in a really day or d- I've, I've been talking about this with my friend who are there now, and then we we have the same view that uh, the they're not taking it seriously yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, they they think about adding more to the economic mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. than the health. But yeah. yeah, I mean, well, Sonny was saying today that they're they're recording about a hundred new cases a day in Bali at the mm-hmm. moment. So things are not looking great there either. Yeah. Which is but we can also easily agree that in, in Cherubon they could do more. Oh. Oh. No doubt. <laughs> yeah. 100%. I think in Indonesia, the one thing that they need to do more is, um, well, they need to do, not more, they need to do is they need to offer free swab testing. True. Um, and they need to bring that in sooner rather than later. And that's the only way they're going to be able to get on top of the severity of it all and having a real understanding of how to respond. 
Yeah. Um, this is the moment they're responding blindly. Yeah, and Indonesia is being banned from 56 or 69 countries. Right, for travel. <laughs> for travel. Yeah. I mean, it's not like we're going to travel anytime no, no, soon. Traveling anywhere. But then yeah. I'm having so happy well, you can't, you can't go to Australia. No one can go to Australia yeah. unless you're a, a citizen yeah, or a permit holder. But then there is holder. more than 50 countries stating that no, Indonesian, even Malaysia mm. said no, Indonesian, it's kind yeah. of like do something. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, also all of the the visa areas or the visa places have been closed, right? You can't you can't go you can't and get, get a visa. Yeah, that is true. But we don't know like how if we're not doing anything about this, so we don't know like how long the bad. What's will the be way less. out? Yeah. Mm. yeah, what's the way and out? For me, that is a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I well, think they're just. The I think they're really just ro- riding on the coattails <laughs> of a vaccine, and I think a lot of countries probably are. Is, that, is there going to be a vaccine? I mean, I know Indonesia at the moment have begun the trials of the Chinese vaccine um, that they've got, I think, uh, 1,600 or so participants of Indonesians that they've started um, the, the trial for the Chinese vaccine that they've shipped to a few different countries. I think six different countries are participating in it. But I don't know. Lovely. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, how are you going to convince... I mean, the relationship between Indonesians and Chinese people already is fairly strained at Mm. best. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you say that there's going to be a vaccine available that's a Chinese manufactured. (sighs) That's going to ruffle some feathers in Indonesia, is my guess. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a lot of people who's going to go all conspiracy theory. Oh, yeah. There's conspiracy... Yeah, most definitely. Oh, yeah. And the Oxford trial at the moment has been put on hold. <laughs> that's, that's perfect. Right. So I think we'll stop it here. And yeah, that's um, the update from Indonesia. From, yeah. no. from Chirabon, I think. Yeah. Yeah, more We're like Chirabon. We're not represent Indonesia. Yeah. Like no. Every city has their own condition. Exactly. Chirabon is fine. At least us is fine. We well, are doing okay. We are doing okay. We are relatively safe. We are taking yep. precautions. We are not doing stupid shit. Yeah. Much. Yeah. we're not doing stupid shit yes (laughs) (laughs) so that was all for this uh, episode thanks for listening yeah bye bye Bye. thanks for joining us slowly by slowly bit by bit join in next week where we'll cover more fun topics about what it's like living in Indonesia tune in next week thanks bye